Buff Nation. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop playing with these boys, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, another Saturday, another W. Not just a W, a dominated W. Well, man. that's what Coach Prime wanted, man. Coach Prime didn't want him to win. He wanted to dominate him. And it happens. Yes, it's a powerful thing <clears throat> when a coach goes up there and sets the expectation above winning. And I can't tell you what it means to me and Buff Nation to go out there and absolutely kick Nebraska's ass. That happened. There's nothing better than that. I'm telling you, there is nothing better than that. Like, we'll eventually get to some things, I have a feeling, during this Coach Prime era that are better than that. But as of right now, there's nothing better than that, man. They never had a chance. They never got anything going. This team went and just imposed their will on them from start to finish uh, and sent those red losers packing <laughs> early. Sent they them got, packing in the early fourth quarter. They got whooped. Both sides of the ball, I mean, they couldn't even get out of their own ways, honestly. It was, I mean, it was everything we thought it was, honestly. What can I add to that? I'll like, add something. Go ahead. On the pregame show, mm-hmm. uh, the DMVR pregame show, I should say, uh, I said one thing. I made a prediction. Mm-hmm. I said one thing about Nebraska, they're going to fumble that rock. That they did. <laughs> Four, oh, sorry, three fumbles later. Man. Well, they fumbled four times. They lost three. Okay. Four fumbles, three mm-hmm. lost. That team does not know how to hold a football. Nope. Just, and they never have. That has been the downfall of Nebraska football. Whenever they underachieve, it's like always front and center. They fumble the rock. Mm-hmm. Last week, they lose because they fumbled the rock. Yep. This week, they lose for a lot of reasons. One of them, because they could not hold on to the damn football. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they got in the water in Nebraska. They cannot teach dudes to hold on to the football. It's crazy, man. <laughs> God, I love it. I'm just laughs. <laughs> hey, man, let RK have his moment, man. He's, I mean, he's been here, you know, what, what did you say, 50, 500? How many games you've been to? Uh, about 150. 150 games, man. Yeah. Just, just shine. This is your moment. Yeah, man. This is uh, – Bask in it. It's the best. It's the best. Um, and I can't give enough credit to the student section. Mm-hmm. They filled that thing before almost 9 a.m. I mean, when I got in there uh, right around 9, that it was almost full. Yep, It was almost full, and by kickoff, it was completely full. Um, shout out to Colorado fans who, for the most part, did not sell their tickets to the Nebraska fans. Yep. Um, it was weird. People kept tweeting at me pictures that they were showing from the broadcast, and it really did look like there was a lot of red. From in the stadium, from where I was sitting, there really was not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Nebraska's always going to travel. Props to them. They have a good crowd. But it was nothing even in the same stratosphere as what it was the last time they were here. So props to Colorado fans for that. And then also props to the Colorado Ticket Department. They worked their asses off to try to keep Nebraska fans out of this stadium. And I thought they did a fantastic job. So the combination of Coach Prime getting the fan base rallied up, uh, the fans – Wanting to see this, uh, the students showing out and the ticket office doing everything they could to stop Nebraska fans from buying tickets made for an incredible atmosphere. Uh, and it only got better as they started sticking their foot up their ass. Yep. I mean, from the press Am box. Am I allowed to say that? Can I say ass? You can say whatever you want to say. Bask in it. <laughs> uh, or don't bask in it. I That's will. your choice. I might just pour this over my head right now. <laughs> from the press box, they were all <laughs> under me. But it was all black and gold in the stands pretty much. There was speckled red. 
Yeah, but it was. Yeah, I mean they they had that corner. Yes, you know their their allotted section, or whatever. But it was pretty much from from the Colorado sideline when you looked across the field, you saw majority black and gold. Uh, you know, a red chunk here, a white chunk there. But I, I think uh, capitalism lost today. <laughs> you know, and it's hard to be capitalism because I'm telling you. If it was, you buy a ticket for one hundred and fifty dollars, and somebody offers you five grand for it, yeah. you got some balls to say no. Yeah, I love and it. And there was a lot of balls <laughs> because there was a lot of no's because the stadium stayed black and gold. Mm-hmm. If McChesney was here, he would, he would say not only did capitalism lost, but communism lost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, he was tearing it up in one hundred and one. Oh, no, bro, he was having a good old time. You guys got to go look at his timeline. Our guy McChesney was living it up. Um, what what else was I going to say? Oh, on on our pregame show, um, I told Coach Hart it will be much louder than TCU. It was definitely. He's not here, but you were you were on the sidelines for both. Noise has a way of not being the same thing. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm not getting into the decibels. Mm-hmm. When it's something you want to hear, mm. it ain't loud. When okay. it's something you don't want to hear, it's like turn that shit down. Okay, you know, that's fair. so like the the crowd was definitely louder here, but because it was a positive loud, it was it wasn't as annoying. No, to it wasn't you. annoying. Yeah, yeah. TCU not taking anything away from them. They lost the game. We won the game, but they were loud and they like, would y'all please be quiet? I'm trying to talk. Yeah, like you you loved what you heard behind you today. It was loud. Yeah, you know, I interviewed Coach Prime halftime. Uh, and it'll, it'll be on the, the pregame show YouTube as soon as we get everything uploaded. But I don't even know what he answered. That's how loud it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I asked, I know what I asked him, but I didn't hear what he got finished talking. And I'm like, okay, let me ask him something else and just hope it's not what he already said because I can't hear. So it was deafening, you know. But, again, it wasn't annoying. Right. It was, it was like, oh, that's a battery in my back, man. These jokers are loud in here. And if Coach Hart was here and he was like, yeah, it was louder, I would say – it didn't even get to its peak because it was never a football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of jostling back and forth in the first half, but there's never one of those moments where the fans said, we have to get to our absolute peak right now to try and have an impact on this football game yep. because, you know, the Buffs were in control from start to finish. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> Basket it. Okay. Uh, when you were walking around pregame, did you get any? Uh, I was going to use a word there. Did you get any? Superlative. Uh, push? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you get any uh, naughty words thrown at you by Nebraska fans? You know why? Naughty words. They weren't there. Like it was. Yeah. It, it was our stadium. It was our home game, uh-huh. and it was clear. Like they were never close enough. They never had enough mass. Even when you know Coach Prime went to uh, the big kickoff this morning. We had to go through in the – I mean, I think they knew what was coming. Yeah. You know, I think they I think they, they got into this game knowing talent to talent, coach to coach, we're playing a team that's better than us. Yeah. You know, so they didn't, they didn't start – they started the junk talking, the noise, the disrespect weeks ago. Right. Oh, when it got close. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm talking about this summer. Mm-hmm. When they saw the TCU game, it started getting real quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah and then when they got to pregame here and kickoff here, you know, they didn't want that, man. Yep. They oh. knew. And the reason I didn't end when you said never, you're right, it was never a game because the game is four quarters. But we weren't playing Colorado football the first 10 minutes of no. the game. No. And that kind of thing can give your opponent this false sense of like, oh, no, we can handle them. 
Yep. You know, because we were executing poorly, man. Mm-hmm. And poorly. huge credit to the defense. Because oh, they just kept answering the bell and answering the bell and answering the bell. I mean, it's easy when you play a quarterback that can't throw the football. And, you know, but that was the game plan, which to some degree was executed second quarter on out, not necessarily first quarter. The entire game plan was Nebraska wants to run, stop them from running because we want that guy to be a quarterback. Yeah. You know, we want him to be a quarterback. And because of some things we weren't doing right collectively – on offense, they they were able to hang around and keep trying to run and keep trying. That's why the first, look how fast the first quarter went by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you know, it, it flew by because we were allowing them to have some set, and it wasn't really that they were having success. We were having failures. Yeah, and that failure was giving them another opportunity to milk the clock, do this, do that. But they never were able to convert it into points or drives. And it's just like you said, RK man. Just hats off to the defense. I was told, uh, Coach DT and Coach Hart right before we start the show, I think the most improved units from week one to week two are special teams in the defense, and, and particularly the linebackers of the defense. Mm-hmm. Like, that was not the same guys or unit that we took to Texas. That's they, what Coach Hart said. They turned it around. How about Juju Mitchell? Oh, he mm-hmm. out. Yeah, he had a great game. All right, let's go big takeaways. Okay. Um, What's your number one, Jake? Oh, man, I mean, Shador Sanders is him. Him? He's probably the best quarterback in the nation. If he's not, he is absolutely right there in the conversation. Anyone that wants to talk about who the best quarterback in the nation is has to say his name. Yep. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> no one is around Man, you. my man RK. Y'all better screen record that part. <laughs> Make that go viral. <laughs> Neely, your big takeaway. So, you remember when we were doing the practice analysis during the summer, during the fall camp? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, and I preface with, you could give – the award to Shadur Sanders every day. So I have to do something differently. So I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And he is the best quarterback in the nation. We're two weeks into the season, three weeks, counting week zero, into the season, and he is clearly the best quarterback in the nation. But my biggest takeaway from this, and this is whether you're on the inside or the outside, a fan or, or a hater, this team is good. Damn good. Yeah, this team is good. This like so, you know, we beat number seventeen in the nation, and then they want to say, well, wasn't the same team, wasn't the same, blah blah blah. Yep. Uh, we'll see when you play Nebraska, because it's a rivalry, and, and they can run the ball. We'll see in that defense that was a TCU, man, they're gonna run all over it. Okay, now what? Like at some point, you got to sit back and say whether you look at the box scores, the individual stats, the collective effort, look at the final scores. You have to say. That regardless of ranking, regardless of Coach Prime only being here nine months and this team being together nine months, this is arguably easily a top 15 team in the nation mm-hmm. and probably a top 10 team in the nation. We just don't have those other people on our schedule this year. Yep. So, you know, it's hard to kind of define it. But when you look at what the other teams in the top 15 do statist- statistically and score outcome and what we do, no, we're a top 15 team in the nation. One of the best offenses in the country. Period. <laughs> you talk about last week, 9 for 11 on third down, 2 for 2 on fourth down. Like, who does that <laughs> anywhere? Yep. And yep. today was probably still 67%. And it was a bad day. Yep. Like, these guys play on third down. You look at the defense, what Cam Selman did with the, with the pick. You look mm-hmm. at Juice and the fumble recoveries, man. It's like, dude, at some point you just got to get outside of hate mode and be like, all right, man. I don't like you, but damn, y'all can play some ball. Yep. Um, That's my takeaway. We're good. 
Your takeaway. <laughs> believe it. Like, we're believe good. it. Yeah. We're good. Uh, uh, I've got two big takeaways. One, the University of Nebraska football program and all their fans are a sad sack of clowns. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. Pause right there because I want to go deeper in that. Okay. They're not just clowns. Uh-huh. They're sad and they're in the sack. Yeah, sad sack clowns. <laughs> and they live in Nebraska. And they got to drive those asses <laughs> back to Nebraska. How fun is that After drive? it got kicked over and over. You know, like you're sore. Fun. You got to sit down in that seat for seven hours. No, they lost, man. They got, they got beat. Um, my second takeaway is I was told this team doesn't have depth. Mm. Mm. But all of a sudden, Miles Slusher goes down. So who's there? Cam <laughs> Silman Craig. Comes in there and absolutely balls. And that's what's the craziest part is, like, we knew he was a baller. Yep. And then he went out there and did exactly what we thought he would do. And, and I'm a, let me hop on that in a second, as far as that depth. There was a particular play uh, where Shiloh Sanders made the right play on the ball, right, the right move to tackle, and a guy kind of hurtled him. And before the guy's feet could come down, Carter Stoudemire was right there tackling. Yep. And one thing this team preaches, and this is where I'm talking about the depth. Well, I don't care if it's the scout team out there, the second group or first group. You hear Coach Prime all practice long yelling, get to the ball. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're on the other hash. If the ball is over here, the play is not over, get to the ball. And that's what happens when guys get to the ball. It's like it was a swarm of damn bees. Yep. You know, every time a Nebraska player would get touched or about to go down, there was four black jerseys out of nowhere, you know, still hammering him. Yep. Pause. And sorry, Jake. I did pause. I said pause. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Check yourself. Yeah, that's self-check, man. Yeah. Like, when do I ever do that? <laughs> like, normally I would triple down on it, but I, I you know, I pulled out pause. <laughs> so, <laughs> get to the ball. Good things happen, man. And yeah. you saw that all day. They couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got one more takeaway. Give it. Xavier Weaver is one of the best wide receivers in the country. Mm. I will say Xavier Weaver is the best wide receiver wow. in the country. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go there. This was his sixth collegiate game with more than 100 yards. Yeah. So that ain't a fluke, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the catches he made, the yards after catch, the situations that he made those catches in. And, again, now you've done it two weeks in a row, right? Dude, when are we just going to sit back like, all right, man, somebody – you might want to send two over there on 10 and bracket him. Yep. Well, good luck with that because then you got to deal with five and 12. No, let's hope they do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, like, this is n absolutely, and I know you two know this, but this is absolutely no, no slight to Zay. He is absolutely one of the best receivers in the country. Mm -hmm. You say he's the best. He might not even be the best receiver on the team. Now, today he certainly was. But next week he might not be, and that's what makes this team special, and that's what will make this offense Absolutely. Special. I totally agree with that. Week to week, receiver-wise, you're going to have any guy that looks like the best receiver in the nation. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's going to keep changing. Yep. Last week we had, <coughs> excuse me, four guys with 100. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. I, Zay talked all along, was, you know, talking crap, but he was real about it. Like, it wasn't crap. He was really motivating himself and the others. He felt they were going to get 200 yards each today. He almost did. It, that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> right? like it, you know, you, you're interviewing a guy, and he's like, oh, man, he's just popping off. And he's like, no, you really almost did that. Yeah. yeah. That's like they just keep being right. And I, I think this is why anyone who ever comes across Coach Prime just, like, stays around him as long as they can <laughs> because he makes you look really smart all the time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I just wanted to add a little bit to the depth piece, though. Um, it's not just Cam who went out there and balled. Um, Juju Mitchell comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Balls out. Um, Ain't been here three weeks. Carter Stoutmeyer mm -hmm. gets put out on the field, you know, and that's a true freshman corner. He balled out. Uh, even, like, 
Chick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tavares Dawson goes out there, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. No one saw that coming today. Mm-hmm. You're talking Jimmy, you're talking Dylan, you're talking Zay, you're talking Travis. And then all of a sudden, another guy comes out of nowhere and scores two touchdowns today. So. And in a couple of weeks, it'll be Javon Antonio when he's yep. back. Yep. Like it's, it, it is Shadur Sanders is going to find the right guy. Yep. Like he's going to go through his progressions. He's going to see where the matchup is. He's going to see where the advantage is. And he's going to go there. And because every game and even series to series that changes, you're going to see multiple people ball out because he's going to the right place. I know you're going to not really like this example because you're a Joker guy, and I use LeBron as an example. <laughs> you don't have to like LeBron James. You can actually go ahead and hate him. But one thing you can't say is that he doesn't make the basketball play. Oh, yeah. Same thing with Joker. Yeah, it's like, you're going to bring Joker in, I knew it. So it's like, oh, man, he needs to shoot that. Yeah, but the basketball play was to pass it. Because he was open. Yeah, and so like, well, that's what you do. It's like, oh, man, you had this guy over here. But, no, I had that guy right there, and where he was going into that zone coverage, that was going to be more yards after catch. Now, that makes Sports Center top ten, but that's the football play. Yep. Like, this gets the ball down the field. And it almost looks like, you know, you get these quarterbacks who get a knock on them for being game managers. He is like game manager mixed with he has the legs to run. You saw that today. And he has the deep ball with the same amount of accuracy. Like, he can do it all at yep. QB. Yep. yep. And you try to find something to knock on him, and it becomes to, oh, he holds the ball too long sometimes. And then when he holds the ball, so look look at the, the two-point conversion play. <laughs> Bro. But he holds the ball a little too long sometimes, but he doesn't put the ball in harm's way. He's no, not exactly. Up, like, passes and stuff. Yes, like that's my point. It's like his worst it, throw of the day was caught for eight yards. I know. <laughs> it's it's yes. like it still turns out to be a great football play. Yeah. You know, you just so you just you looking for something to ding the guy, you know, because maybe you don't like his dad or, you know, I don't know what it is, but he is who he is. This team is what it is. And we got a damn good team in Boulder, Colorado, man. And I think the nation for two weeks in a row now has been put on notice. Yep. I mean, we said before the season, over and over again, this team is going to win games just because of Shador sometimes. Mm-hmm. This was one. Yep. That's a Shador game. We can go back to last week, and really there's so many great performances that you don't – like. The quarterback threw for 500 yards. He was a big part of the yeah, win. But I'm with you because arguably you could say Dylan Edwards was the reason last right. week. Right. Exactly. Know, but this was this was Shador slash defense today. That's a Shador game, and I know he already has plenty of nicknames. But I threw it out there. <laughs> dime time. It's and pretty it's, good. It's pretty good. It's, it's not going to stick. It's pretty yeah. good. I'm just saying it's pretty good. Yeah. Not happening. But go right here. Keep but, swinging, man. Hey, I just you know. I had to say it. I'm going to tell you again. <laughs> bask in it, man. I, like, let, let, let me, I'm going to pour it over you. Like, just do what you got to do, man. Hey, I'm, we I'm beat Nebraska in Boulder. You are having a day. And I have a fiance. You Congrats, do have a congratulations. Thank you. Thank congratulations. You. Thank you to everyone who's reached out. Um, I was originally going to try and respond to everyone. It's not going to be possible. That is a credit to all of you uh, who have reached out and said nice things. So this is my official thank you to everyone who has reached out. Um, Weekends don't get much better than this. They don't, man. You and, and it was at Folsom. Yeah. Like, you didn't just get engaged. Yep. You got engaged at Folsom. Yep. And you mentioned uh, LeBron or Joker. You know, yeah. they don't mind getting an assist. Yeah. You got an assist. Oh, man, man. I'll take it, man. But it's yeah. really Allison over there. That Allison. Uh, she, well, two I mean, it's a stunt it's double, you know. She like, stood in. Yeah, it's like hockey. In hockey, two people can get an assist yeah, on it, one goal. A, yeah, it, you can. So, uh, I love there you it. go. Two. No, man, I was uh, happy to be a part of it. Not going to tell everyone the details of when you called me to plan it, <laughs> you know. 
what was taking place at that time. You got to get Neely when you can, you know? Yeah, and when you get me, you got me. Like, <laughs> like hey, you, you literally have my undivided attention right now. Let's, yeah. let's make this thing work. But I'm happy she said yes, man. Yeah. I was a little concerned. That's what everyone asked me. They said, uh, when I told everyone the plan, they said, what if she said no? I said, then the Buffs are probably going to lose. Wow. But she said yes. Buffs and won. we won. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Charles Kelly's defensive no, plan. No, Coach Prime bringing his team and staff together. It's because Allie said yes. Yep. That's the and dub. she said yes at Folsom looking over the field. And RG was there. He gets an assist. Yep. He, uh, RG he, uh, with flying, the assist. He's flying the drone. My boy Matt Cisneros, who longtime Buffs fans will know, was uh, he got all the picks. So it was, a, it was a true team effort. I just want the shirt, man. The shirt's going to the Smithsonian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the shirt. Yeah, when I saw the pictures, I was like, this shirt is kick ass. This shirt says, marry me. I had to talk Allie into letting me wear that shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, because I like I, I was I was I didn't want to wear a shirt that she was going to be like embarrassed. I was like, this thing's going to be you that know, was pretty close though. enshrined in the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um, so I like put it on and I put on the full fit and she was like, I like it. I like it. And I was like, mm, I don't know if that's like a good enough endorsement for, uh, you know, engagement picks. So like the pictures I saw, we're going to get back to sports in a minute. We will. But this is this is sports related. It's sports adjacent. Yep. Because it was at Folsom. Yep. yep. The eve before Nebraska, so it matters. We're pregame to pregame. I couldn't see the details in the picks, right, because of the angles, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was all over the shirt. Mm -hmm. And Atlas Sun, who's over here, says, "Oh, you should have seen the pants." <laughs> so t tell me about the pants. What were they? Because they were tight. Yeah. <laughs> so I put, uh, you know, here was my fatal flaw. I washed my jeans and then I dried uh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. rookie move. They're brother. not normally that tight. It was a, it was a tough squeeze. Yeah, you had yeah. some ball hookers on there. Yeah, and yeah. then I, I had the the ring in my back pocket. You could you know, get it, it was out. Like that, yeah, it, was it was like, like that just, wide yeah, box. Yeah. So I was like bulging out. <sighs> you owned it though, man. But yeah, great job, man. It all went down. It but congratulations. Down. Thank you, guys. You know, uh, happy for you guys. You make an outstanding couple. It's really more her than you. Yeah. You know, but you you, you outkicked your coverage. You done good. I appreciate it. Yeah. Somehow, and, uh, and I'll take it. Somehow you made today's beat down on the second biggest dub of the weekend. Nah, this was the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't record that. Don't no. don't send that to Alex. No, she's watching. <laughs> she's watching. You said this. So let me. All right, let's do this then. Her say no. Or the Buffs lose, which one do you pick? Which one? Which, which? <laughs> you can't pick. Yeah, I mean, I would take the Buffs <laughs> loss. Uh, but here's the thing, like, you know, you get engaged, that's a, that's a win, right? Yes. Yeah. But your enemy doesn't lose. Buffs beat Nebraska, you win and your enemy true, loses. True, true, We'll see. We'll see. Speaking of enemies losing, um, we got another enemy coming to town. Oh, yeah. You know, so oh, we, yeah. did back, we did a road game. Now we got back-to-back -back home games, man, and uh, – it's the in-state rival Colorado State's coming. Yep, we'll have uh, a lot of time to talk about them. Uh, but let me just say this. It's about to be the quietest Rocky Mountain Showdown week of all time because I know. <laughs> what do you think the line I is? I know those fans are going to start running their mouths. They what do you know. think the line's going to be? It opened at like 17, and my friends were like texting me like, should I hammer this? I said yes. Um, 31? I think it, no, I think it'll get up to like 23 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll have plenty of time to talk CSU this next week. Yeah, I was just trying to get us off the way. No, stuff. you're good. You're good. Um, we'll get to the game here very shortly, but first a word from our friends at Morgan Fubo. Freeman time. Take it. 140-plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device, and you can start watching immediately with a free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Also, 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. 
Uh, watch the Buffs. You got the Pac-12 network on there. You got uh, NFL starting tomorrow. I know uh, Coco Goff just won U.S. Open, so that's Coco. Uh, but you got a lot going on. Uh, it's it's the best time of the year, in my opinion. Watch all your favorite college football and the NFL Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com/dmvr to sign up for fifteen percent off your first month of Fubo Pro. And then game time next weekend's game. Uh, I don't know if it'll be as expensive as it was for this weekend, but nah. it's still going to be a very hot ticket. Uh, make sure you guys use game time. It takes all the stress. Out of all your ticket buying experience, um, it's not only for games, but concerts, events, all kinds of stuff going on, wherever you may be. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DMVR. You'll get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DNVR for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, a couple quick questions, mm-hmm. comments, concerns, whatever category they fall in. How are you enjoying being in the middle right here? I don't mind it. You know what? It suits you. I like I like I like the flow of it. Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. You know, it's like when you go down hurt and then like two teammates come, they put their arm around yeah. you and yeah. carry yeah, you. We that's, got what, you. that's me right yeah. now. <laughs> so, and in that vein, do you ever read the ads? I mean, you're in the middle now. You know what? I wanted to start a new uh, thing with Jake where he just tells me what what the ad is and I'll just read it off the top of my head just to show him that it's not that hard. <laughs> All right. We'll do it next time. Right. We'll let's do it next let's time double down on that. I want a piece of that. All right. Yeah, you just give me the company, and I, I'm just going to make up some shit. Just, I'm just going to go with it. You All tell right. me the company and the percentage off, and then yeah, I'm going to fill gonna in say, the middle. Give me the uh, the call to action. I'll take care of the <laughs> That's rest. That's why I have it like that for the most part, though. But the thing is, like, you've used Fubo. Of course. So just talk about it and then give the code at the end. But the biggest portion of this is he was doing it to prove that anybody can do it. I just want to end on it. He was like, he was speaking of. Uh oh, here we go. Uh-oh. And I got the clip. I couldn't, can't find it right now, but you'll see it. A fan stopped me. He was like in that lower, right by the rail, right by the bench. He called me over. He talked about how much he loves his partnership, what we do. And just adapted him over. He said, one more thing. Man, keep giving Jake hell, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Swear to God. He said, keep doing it. Don't let up on Jake, man. <laughs> You know what? Uh, My mom called me and told me that she thinks that's hilarious, too. (laughs) Come on. I'm being so serious. Look, there he is, man. Random stranger and mom. Sorry, Jake. It's all good. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about this game. Let's go through it, man. Let's do it. Uh, CU defensively was up first. First things I noticed, we already talked about Cam. He started. Mm -hmm. But uh, JD, back out there starting. Taj Alston also starting. No Derek McClendon as a starter. Uh, Juju Mitchell got in very, very quickly. I think Levante started the game, but he came in, made a big play right away. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a, a tackle for zero yards uh, that went for zero yards. At the end of that drive, man, uh, Jeff Sims, first fumble of the game, <laughs> turned it right on over. Yeah. I, 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 let me say this about Sims. I mean, hats off to you, young man. I've watched clips, seen him play, all those kind of things. Had an opportunity when he was running off the field as in being pursued – uh, aggressively pursued by our defense, he kind of mm-hmm. – that's a big boy, man. Yeah. yeah like, he, that's a big boy. And he's fast. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's an athlete, man. And so, what, what what I'm saying is, yes, you know, they, they all have a little fumbleitis in them. But if we can put that kind of pressure and pads on a guy that big, like, woe to the small quarterbacks we face. Yeah. Because body-wise, metric-wise, that dude ain't a, a, a quarterback, man. Yep. <laughs> like, that's a big boy. That was a linebacker, man. He's and, huge. And you mentioned uh, J.D. and Taj Alston. Mm-hmm. Both had great they games. They played with their hair on fire, yeah. man. Um, so hats off to yeah. Coach Williams. 
uh, and Coach Sinceri. And you know where where it started with those two guys, man, is uh, this week the emphasis uh, on their special teams rep. Mm. I mean, they really got coached up this week as far as getting to the ball, proper technique, don't, you know, get on the guy's toes. Like your face mask should be hitting up under his face mask. The violence of the game, but within the confines of the rules, they really got coached up like for special teams for that. And there's no way you do it on special teams because, hey, guess what, y'all? The first play of the game is what? Special teams. Mm -hmm. You know, and we deferred, right? So those kind of guys are out there on special teams and out there on defense. So they already got the juices going. They yeah. just hit somebody. Yeah. And yeah. they want it feels good. And I want to keep hitting somebody. Yeah. And you saw it all day, day long with, with JB out there, man, and Taj. You know, Taj was in the press conference. Like, they, they had outstanding physical games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun to watch, man. That uh, TFL that JD had where he just blew that guy up in the backfield. Yep. Do you, do you, I want you to appreciate something as you bask in this. Okay. We didn't have a TFL last week. I know. And I, they, how many do they have this week? I was about to say, they didn't have a TFL or a sack last week. On Nebraska's first offensive drive, two runs for zero yards, one tackle for a loss, and I guess a, another if you count the Sims fumble. And we played ball on their side of the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Last week, everything was on our side. Mm-hmm. And Shane Cox, when he was on the, the pre-DMVR, whatever the Lord was, says, <laughs> he said, guaranteed, that's not happening this week. Yep. We're going to play ball on their side. Yep. And and I'll be damned if we didn't do it, man. Uh, Colorado gets the ball. Um, Savion Washington got called for an unsportsmanlike conduct where the guy flopped, yeah. basically. The refs, we can – I mean, I don't want to talk about the refs too much because we have a lot to talk about, but be better. <laughs> you know uh, what I don't understand on the be better? If technology doesn't help you get it right, why are we wasting the time particularly the tempo offense that we try to run yes. and using technology. Mm-hmm. If we go back and take 15 minutes to look at it and still get it wrong. Wasting everyone's time. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, some of these calls are just like, dude, let's let's get the game going, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Um, just on that note, penalties were a real issue yep. uh, today. After yeah. not being one at all last week. Yeah. Nine for 80 today. Yeah, and yeah. really uh, inopportune well, Five times. last week. Uh, six. Six. And I think that's the key, man, that you're touching on there, RK, is that penalties happen, but there are certain situations that they can't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, had some, we had some drive extenders. We had some drive yeah. killers that we did to ourselves. You get it all the way to third and one, I think, from like third and twelve, uh, second and 12, and then unsportsmanlike, now it's third and 16. Yeah. yeah. So just this uh, series here, Colorado's first and 10, uh, they got that penalty for unsportsmanlike. It went to second and 24. Shador to Zay for 14 yards. Next play, Shador to Travis for 11 on third and 10. Uh, third and 10 is like nothing for this offense. At all. It's amazing. Well, here's one thing about it. Not only can they execute, I love reaching over by your water bottle. Not only can they execute. No, I want it back there. I, I said I love reaching over to you. There you go. I'm afraid you're going to take it from me. <laughs> I'm going to take it. You're going to give it to me. Pause. The, but hey, one laugh in the back. When you talk about that third and 11 or third and 16, as it was last week, execution. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that works so well for this team is not only their ability, but they know their coach will go for it on fourth down. Yep. Yeah. We got another down. Yep. Like, so this is third and 16. Let's say I don't get 17. Let's say I, let's say I get eight. Mm-hmm. That guy on the sideline with the shades, <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> he will let me go for fourth and eight. Like, we will do it. Yeah. So you, you just got this sense of comfort that it's another down. 
Uh, false start kind of derailed that drive. They also had a yeah. second and 23. <laughs> they end up punting. Vissette almost hits the coffin corner again. Uh, I don't know who it was, but they couldn't get to the ball in time. It goes over and breed love. Yep. Yeah. Uh, defense back up three and out for Nebraska. That's when Marvin Ham had a great PBU, great coverage play on that guy coming across the middle. Uh, CU at that point was up to three penalties. Uh, Nebraska punts end of the first quarter zero zero. Nebraska outgained CU sixty nine yards to sixty four in the first quarter. And you know earlier when you said that uh, they were never in, I went eh. I didn't know the yards were that close. Right? Right. I didn't know it was 69, mm-hmm. 64, what have you. But feeling on the sideline, it felt like we had allowed them to believe they were in the game. Yep. Yeah. You know, and it just it I'm knowing we're more talented, we got depth, we're going to win, but man, we just wasted a quarter with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like we should be up 14 0 at the end of the first. And here they are, they're over there cheering and dancing and having a great time because it's zero zero, but they didn't do a damn thing. Yep. We gave it to them. Yep, I ended up calling this a boa constrictor win. They hadn't gotten the bite yet mm-hmm. at this point. They just needed to to get in there and start wrapping themselves around their prey, yeah. uh, and they hadn't got in there yet at this point. So Nebraska punts to start the second quarter. Colorado probably has what is probably going to be one of their worst drives of the season. They had Shador was sacked three times, and they had an unsportsmanlike penalty on that drive. They ended up punting. Rough. <laughs> the start of the second quarter. Yeah. Like it was, it was and I'm telling you, man, it just, uh, I know we were, I know they weren't in the game and we weren't out of it, but it felt horrible. Not like from a confidence standpoint, but just from a mismanaged, missed opportunity standpoint on that sidelines. Like, man, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, this is like, again, we gave away an entire quarter and now you're starting the second and giving it away again. Mm-hmm. It sure is nice, though, when you know that your team has all the better players. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Never for oh, a yeah. second. Yeah. <laughs> Never for a second was I worried. No. Yep. You, you're mad at yourself, you know, because maybe you're thinking about the spread or something, like the missed opportunities. Yep. You're not mad from a, oh, damn, we're about to lose this game. Yeah. You, because these – I don't know if y'all keep up with the scoreboard. I know you two do, but, you know, the, the score is cumulative. They take the first quarter, quarter add it yeah. to the others, yeah. you know. <laughs> so when you have a quarter <laughs> – that you left meat on the bone, as Coach Prime would say, like that impacts the final score. So, yeah. like, whatever you end up with is 14 less than it should have been because of what we didn't do in the first quarter. Amen. Um, Nebraska gets the ball. They start running it a bit. They pop the big one for 26. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is where Omarion, like, left the game. He had a couple tackles, and the refs, like, stopped the game and told him to get out. That's when Carter got in. Yeah. Is he okay? Do you know? I did not see the, the final. It looked like... Uh, from a ref perspective, it looked like something had triggered like a concussion, concussion kind of protocol. protocol yeah. right. That you know that maybe they saw something in his body language they want to check out. Yeah, uh, can't confirm it because I wasn't down on that end of the field when it happened. But but looking at their communication and what they were pointing to, it felt like it was that. Yeah, that's I what agree. I thought as well. Um, Nebraska then gets another first down. Um, they fumbled the ball again on uh, third and five. They're at the Colorado twenty-five at this point. They recover that one. Uh, they kick a field goal. Doink. Right off the upright. So I knew then it didn't turn out this way, right? But I, I here's what I figured right there when that happened. I said, "Man, we're not going to win this game. We're They're not going to score. Yep. Like this is going to be like thirty-eight to zero. I was because because so in my bad. head, everything that went wrong in the first quarter, everything went wrong in the first part of the second quarter, and they couldn't get three, mm-hmm. and we gift wrapped it. I was like, "There's no way they're going to score." Yeah. Uh, Colorado gets the ball. Cavassier Smoke gets his first carry as a buff. Yeah. Unfortunately, only zero yards. Uh, Coach Prime said after the game, they tried to run the ball. They really tried. It's something that they're going to work on. Uh, CU I, goes three and out, though. 
I'm I'm not accusing Coach Prime of like lying or anything. Uh, I didn't think they really tried to run the ball. They did in the first half, I but, think. But as I've been saying over and over again, you don't really have to no. when you have two yeah. calling the plays. So I hear you, and you, you're exactly right. But when they call a run play, those backs are trying to get those yards. Yep. You know. Um, well, and Coach Prime says we tried to run the ball. What I hear is, like, we gave the running backs an opportunity. Yes. Exactly. And it wasn't good enough, so we just kept So we went it. back to what's working. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But we won't it to be successful because we want to get to a place where we can clock manage like that. One of the things I think we did quote unquote poorly in the last six minutes of the game, not to shoot ahead. So please don't, don't let this, mm -hmm. Hey man, there's no reason for us to snap the ball. And there's 20 seconds on the, on the clock. Like let it run down to somewhere between 10 and five. Let's like, let's do what other teams are going to do. You know, let's, let's, let's milk this thing because here's one thing about plays the more plays you have, the more things can happen. Mm -hmm. And one of those plays where, you know, we snapped the ball with about 24 seconds left on the clock, she'll, she'll get sacked. Yep. You know, unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. I know we got to go back to the second quarter, but no, you're good. you got to make more of opportunities when you get them, man. Like sure. you, you have to because you never know when you get in a situation where it's like, damn, we let that one get away and now I need it. Right. Uh, so Colorado goes three and out. Nebraska gets the ball back. Jeff Sims can't even handle the snap, fumbles it, <laughs> credited with the uh, sack to J.D., he recovers it. He almost picked it up and took it to the house. He did. I thought he, he had it. I thought he was going to get it. Let me tell you what will make you bobble a snap. A bad snap. Two days. Be yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely a bad snap, Will. But two plays before, when you get the hill knocked out of you, mm. and you're standing there now, you're supposed to be reading, and you're like, okay, I know the ball is coming, but damn, J.D. is right there again. Yeah. And that split seconds you do that, the ball is snapped. Because <laughs> you're hearing footsteps, man. And so the the D-line playing more on that side of the line of scrimmage to that point, I think they were in Sims' head some. And it, with a quarterback like Sims, who is a run-first quarterback, it's almost like he's trying to get out. Of, like he's trying to grab that ball and get out of there mm -hmm. instead of letting it come to him. Uh, and Absolutely. Man, um, it was fun to watch. Uh, here's the most predictable thing ever. Um, Nebraska fans are – going to fully and 100% turn on Jeff Sims this week. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and they're going to be calling for whatever kid got the garbage time touchdown. I think that's the the young Purdy. Ch Chuba? Yeah. Chuba Purdy? Uh-huh. Hmm. Watch, um, just watch. They will turn on him. Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado gets the ball at the Nebraska 19. Um, they try to score. They uh, get to third and four. They can't convert. Kick a field goal, though. They finally get the lead. Uh, Feely was awesome today. He went three for three. Pure. Uh, yeah, he was. That was from thirty-one. That first one. Mm -hmm. Everything he hit was pure, even the kickoffs. Mm -hmm. Pure. Sweet, sweet spot every time. Yeah, but he ended up with uh, thirty-one, thirty-one, and thirty. I think were his distances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. He was on man. Um, and then Nebraska gets the ball back. Uh, then that's when the pick happened. It was on third down, third and twelve. Uh, they were at their own twenty-three. Uh, Sims was kind of under pressure. Threw it to a guy, you know, running out route to the sideline. Cam just right under it. Easy money. One of my favorite plays of the game. Um, Cam just all over that thing. Mm -hmm. Just like it's one of those ones where I, I, I don't know if you talked to him after the game. Did. But it's one of those ones where you're running. Like I assume he's running there and he's like, please throw this. I know. He like sees him. <laughs> he's like, please throw that. Because he was just waiting on it. 
He Man. ran the route for him, made a great catch, kept top the toes. And I'm totally over here because I know you're getting close to the end of the second quarter. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up Coach Bryant's halftime speech and just put it by the by the mic. So All right. I'm, All right. I'm so not ignoring you. I'm trying to add to what you're doing. Well, we have a play we'll talk about a lot right here because the very next play, Shador hits a streaking across the field to Arvars Dawson 30 yards out. I mean, it was a beautiful play design. It was designed exactly for what cov- that coverage Nebraska likes to run. When they were dropping seven and eight a lot, yep. man. But they were also blitzing a ton in that first half. That's, I think, where a lot of those sacks came from. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were an empty, and they were literally sending like six or seven. Well, and, and you know, just to kind of get into the X's and O's of a concept like that, when a team is going to drop deep zones like that, what you do is you run them off, mm-hmm. and then you take someone from the other side of the field so no one knows whose responsibility he is, and yep. you bring them all the way across like they did with Tarvaj, and everyone's gone back with you know the people that you sent vertical. Mm-hmm. Bring him over. There's no one to watch. There's no one to watch him. Yeah, beautiful play design. Two receivers on the right, stro- uh, streaked across the field, just drew away all the coverage, and Tarvaj just had a wide open. He was wide open. And if you protect too, I mean, he will make that throw. Ten times out of ten. That's all he needs. A little bit of time. Yep. Uh, Nebraska gets the ball back. Nothing really happens. They pick up one first down, but they end up punting. CU gets the ball back with less than a minute left in the half. They eventually drive all the way down the field. Feely gets his second field goal of the game from 32. All of a sudden, after all that, after struggling to really get anything going offensively, they're up 13-0 going into the locker room. And you feel totally confident. And mm-hmm. getting the rock. Yep. You feel and getting the ball. <laughs> you feel totally confident, like, okay, we're going to beat these guys like 26-0. Yep. Like, if not more, you really feel it. I, I got it. So, they want me to see it, but we can hear it. It's pretty short. So, this should work, huh? Yeah, I mean, we could send it to Alyssa. for Coach Prime just has to be <laughs> unbelievable. You know what's unbelievable? Doing shows with Uncle Neely. It is. So you get no, that type no, of content. I think what's unbelievable is me sitting next to RK when I'm used to sitting next to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> but even when I sit next to Jake, I'm kind of sitting next to you when I'm in the middle. No, but I appreciate that, man. But it, it really, speaking of, so many people today talked about how they love this. Like, so, literally hundreds Hell yeah. all day long. Yeah, me too. Me too. But Coach Prime in that locker room, uh, Jake. You know, you find yourself sitting there recording it, and 
I mean, I had my hand on the guy next to me saying, I believe. Let's go. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you, you, you forget like, oh, wait, because you're so part of it. And he's so uh, charismatic, motivational. Like those guys left out of that locker room, as short as that was, in the energy, there was no doubt, man. Yeah. Like, like, okay, it's just right now a matter of by how much. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to get back in this game. And they did not. And nope. yet, as Coach Brown would say, they still left meat on the bone. A lot. I mean, they could have beat those guys 50-0. to zero. Easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. Like, they're two scores. One of them was just absolute garbage. All right? <laughs> like, just absolute yeah. game over. But it's 14 points total. Yep. Uh, and that 70 got – didn't, you know, earn. Like I told before, man, when they doinked that field goal, I'd have bet a 1,000 bucks like they don't score. Because if you if – you, we did all this to help you score and you still hit the upright – like, it's not destined for you to score today. Yeah, like, you're going to get whooped. Yep. Third quarter, Jake. Come out of third quarter. First play third quarter for CU. Shador sacked again. Lost of nine yards. What was he like, sacked? Seven times today? Eight? Um, he was sacked eight times today for 53 yards. Come on, man. Mm-mm. Uh, that, <laughs> like, that can't happen, bro. That's probably the most unacceptable thing. Yes. Um, you cannot let people hit him. Mm-hmm. No. No. And, and you know what? I don't want to jump ahead here, Jake, too far, but... You saw at the end of the game why you cannot let him get hit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I'll say it, man. It's a drop-off. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know, now, let me, now, let me say this. With all, due, with all due respect to, to QB2 or QB3, and I don't care what team you're on in America, pro or college, when you have a QB1 that is stellar as the one we have, there's going to be a drop-off. Of course. Yep. So don't take that as a slight to somebody. But please understand the dynamic of this team changes when QB1 ain't upright. You've got to keep him upright. Yeah. And speaking of taking hits, how did they blow the call when he slid and the guy oh, still hit him? This first yeah. quarter, like, I know I missed that in the first but man, what the hell? No, Talk about I the agree. officiating. Yeah. And he hit him in the head with his hand. Yes. He was sliding five yards ago, and the guy still came. Oh, man. I know. I know. So, uh, so even then, you have a QB1 that does everything he's supposed to do is sliding, and the rules that are designed to protect him, and the enforcer, the rule of the ref, doesn't protect him. Oh, well. Ridiculous. But, yeah, uh, eight times on the ground, man. That's too have. much. Yeah, way too, too much. much. Uh, they get into – it was second and 19. They gained four. It was third and 15. And this is when I think Shador kind of really took over because this is when he hit Travis on that bomb. Yeah. But mm. Shador was just like, you know, I ain't going down. He was just shaking guys off, just yeah. getting away from It was him. a Rocky moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when they do that, yep. and, like, Rocky just changes, like, yep. I ain't going down no more. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, they still didn't score on that drive. They went for it on fourth and three from the Nebraska 33. Um, it was – and I don't want to be too critical of Sean Lewis because I still think he's a great offense coordinator. But Jimmy Horn reverse on fourth and three. I don't know. Loss of one yard. <clears throat> I'll say this before you get to Sean Lewis, uh, uh, RK, who was really jumping up and down was Feely. He wanted that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted that kick. Like, because, like, I mean, he's nailing – you know, 50-pluses and, and back-to-back 63s in practice, like he wanted to go out there on that fourth down then. Yeah, and, and, you know, Sean Lewis knows a lot more about calling offense than any of us. Combined, um, yes. But one of my, like, general rules would be if you have a quarterback who is him and you want to go for it on fourth down, just let him do his thing. Yep. Yeah. Leave the ball in his hands. Yep. Right. Absolutely. I get that. Uh, Nebraska picks up after that uh, fourth uh, failed fourth down conversion. Um, who is it? Taj Alston gets the sack. 
on a first and 10 after they'd already picked up a first down. Then that's when Jeff Sims goes 57 yards down the sideline. Yeah, and that was, you know, if for any moment that there might have been um, adversity in this game, that would probably be it, uh, where it's just like, okay, you've controlled everything, mm -hmm. and now, but now your back is, you know, not up against the wall, but you're, you're getting a little closer to the wall. Right. Yeah. And you need to respond, or else Nebraska has a chance to get this ball back and go take the lead. Yep. Uh, well said, man. Contextually, that was that was it was. I felt like I was there. You called that <laughs> spot on. Thanks. Uh, I forgot this at halftime too. It was the first time Colorado's led at halftime against Nebraska since 2004. Dude, that's weird. It's almost 20 years, man. Joe yep. Clatt was a quarterback. They've won a lot of those games. Must not have been winning at half. Nebraska knows how to choke. <laughs> that's very true. Balls. Real good at that. <laughs> uh, Colorado gets the ball back. It is third and 10, and Shador finds Zay for 41 yards. And this was one of those times where Nebraska brought the house. They just manned up and brought the house. Can't do it. And eventually, Shador's just going to burn you. One so of here, receivers is going to so burn So here's you. a little pushback. I hear you. We can't do that. Most teams can't do that. When you're as poor as Nebraska is. You have to. And it worked in the first half. It definitely worked in the first quarter. You know, um, so it's like damn if you do, damn if you don't. Like if you if you man to man this team, like Shadur is going to pick you apart. Yeah. Your only chance is is pressuring the quarterback. And when we got talent out there like Zay on one side, Travis on another, like who do you double, that kind of thing, man. It's just, it just tees itself up for us. But I ain't mad at Nebraska for like what choice do we have? And I can't wait to uh, hopefully we get an all twenty two look of that release from Zay. Mm -hmm. Because I don't, how did he get he that was open? He so behind him. How yeah. did he get that open in man coverage? Yep. Um, you know, good on Shador for just making sure that he completed that ball. But Zay had like 10 yards of separation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I think even when you sit in the house uh, at Shador, like this happened at TCU. He's a tough kid, man. Yeah, yeah. Like there was, a, there was a couple of those big passes last week that he took a hit a split second after getting the ball off. Yep. Uh, and he saw the hit coming and still stood there and said, no. There's the release, now I'm gone, and took the hit. So I think of all the things we give him compliment-wise, you know, we talk about his his percentages, we talk about the tight windows. How cerebral he is. Yeah, his mind. We fail to mention the dude don't mind getting hit. Like, like he will stand there and play, and, he, and then when he gets outside the pocket, you know, you you got to, like, demand him to slide. Like, he's not built to slide. He wants those extra yards, you know. Yep. Uh, a tough guy, man, and, and you put that together with Zay's speed, you're going to get 40-yard plays. Yep. So they hit that 41-yard play. They drive all the way down to the Nebraska 12. That's when Shador hits Zay for that touchdown. Beautiful route by Zay. Literally ran from the, all the way across the field until he was wide open, and Shador found him. That's one of the things I like when they, when they do those uh, like kind of Amazon metrics with stuff to show how far and fast a guy actually ran. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be like a 40-yard pass, but he ran like 80 yards because right. he was and zigzagging, you know. Yep. And this one was like 13, and he probably ran 10 yards in and 55 yards across. <laughs> yes, just like he was running, man. Um, the, I love when we get a little glimpse when Shador really shows off his arm strength. Yes. And he ripped that one in there. Yeah. He had some fantastic throws today. Yep. Oh, man. Um, official attendance today was 53-2041. Heard it was a record. 241. Let's go. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's big. So, the score is 20-7 at this point. Nebraska goes three and out again. I didn't but see the bar either. Bar I know. I haven't seen these yet. for a home game. Let's yep. go. 
Uh, Colorado gets the ball back. Another false start. Dylan finally hits a big play. It was that run. It was I think it was inside zone off uh, to the boundary side, and he just bounced it right around. It, he almost went to the house. Mm -hmm. He's so lethal. Yeah, he is. He it's, is. Uh, you know, it's, it's he's kind of like a slot machine, right? Mm -hmm. You keep playing it. It's eventually, gonna hit, you're going to hit the jackpot. No, it's going to hit. Yeah. It's going to hit because that speed is just unmatched in this conference. There's there's no one we're going to see that can go stride for stride for him or let alone catch him from behind. Yeah. So when he gets past, it's 11 on 11. He makes his guy miss. A safety or a linebacker is going to come over and cut him off. He makes that guy. There's nobody back there. Right. And no one's catching him from behind. Yep. Uh, so that play happened. Very next play was a 19-yard completion to Zay Weaver, and it was one of those layered throws from Shador, just right over. I think it actually went between the linebacker's hands or right over his right hands. over his fingertips. Yeah. No, it, it was landed in the breadbasket. It, it looked like it was going to be an interception. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh man, he didn't see him. And it's like, oh no, he did see him, and he put it just <laughs> outside his reach. Yep, he's on the uh, they got a pass interference. Uh, Nebraska committed pass interference against Travis in the end zone. Moved yeah. it down to the two. Uh, we couldn't knock it in from two. First and goal from the two. But I think that goes back to Coach Prime, what we've been talking about with the stats, is that our clearly our running backs when receiving the ball can be lethal. But we've got to get to where, man, we're inside the 10-yard line, inside the five. I mean, it should be just automatic yes. that uh, uh, Savion or Smoke, you know, like – Man, bowling yep. ball thing in there, man. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and and it was another one. Uh, Sean Lewis brought out the jumbo package with, with Bishop and yep. Shane. Bishop was open. Uh, wide open and waving for it. Yes. Uh, yeah, waving for I it. I didn't know that. That yes. kills me. Go no, ahead. man, waving for it, man. Yep. Like, he was so open. He he. When he made his move, he was, he had his hand out like a receiver. Yep. Did have time yep. to do this. <laughs> but Shadur was already looking back pylon. Yep. Uh, Feely knocks it in from 30, though, 23-7. Real quick, on the Go third ahead. down, no, second down run, because uh -huh. they brought out the jumbo package, mm -hmm. they did the play action out of it, then they went back to it, and Bishop buried a guy again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, is that the came, one we took the sack on? Yeah, third and, well. No, this was the run to Savion. That was okay. second down. Third down yeah. was the sack, yeah. Third down was the sack, yeah. Because mm -hmm. um, we can't take that sack. No, I that, know. That was on Shadur. We got we to gotta throw the ball to back in his own, man. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska starts with the ball. They get another penalty. Jeff Sims starts to kind of get it going a bit. He had a 17-yard run, a 16-yard completion. And then um, – This is taking really long. Well, we'll speed it up here. It's the fourth <laughs> quarter. Like, like, you know, part of the reason it's taking long is we interrupted him. That is true. Well, we're trying yeah. – you know. We're adding a color It's to a good it. conversation. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. So uh, they fumble again. First play of the fourth quarter, though. <laughs> See who picks it up. Man, I've, I've been right about a lot. That one I was really right about. I mean, this is really the last drive we have to do. I Colorado. love how you love yourself. <laughs> My mom told me when I was a kid, no one will love you if you don't love yourself. And I really took that to heart. No, you absolutely. <laughs> Bishop Thomas recovered the fumble. He got to sit on the throne on he the sideline. He did get to sit on the throne, man. Uh, Paul's not the known two throne. <laughs> yeah. The uh, icy breeze, yep. black and gold uh, king chair there. He did get to sit on it. That thing's sick. I mean, uh, again, they got into – they had an unnecessary roughness on Landon Beebe. Um, it became third and 16. Shador completes it to Jimmy for 17. Eventually, this drive ends in um, that the end around from Tarvarsh Dawson. And what a block by Sa uh, Savion Washington on yeah. that play. Oh, my God. Flattened him. 
I had no idea. They tricked me on that trick play. Yeah? I was like, "Where's who has it? What's, what's going on? Yeah. And then I finally saw uh, Chase on the other side. Was that the kicking in, or was it just? <laughs> no, I kept it uh, smart. I want to be able to, you know, be sharp when I'm on this okay. show with you guys. Right. Uh, I, you know, I, I got, I was given my last drink during halftime. <laughs> I let it last, you know. Um, <laughs> it's 29-7. Nebraska gets the ball. They can't convert on the fourth down. Colorado gets the ball back. Drive it all the way down the field. That's when Shador runs it in. Scores 36-7, basically over. Nebraska scored a garbage time touchdown. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I hate that garbage time touchdown. Yeah, man, it, that that skewed the way it looks on, in print. You know, you, you I'm telling my age in print. When you're looking online tomorrow and see that they score four, they didn't score 14 points. No. Mm-hmm. And 36-14 to 14 is still an ass no, that's ass. no, that's absolute ass kicking. Yep. But 36-7, but mm, you, you, that's an embarrassment. Yeah. Although it's still, yeah. it was also an embarrassment. But, you know, it's one thing we like to say in this building, it starts at the top of Coach Prime, that's control to controllables. Yep. And what we can control uh, is us leaving meat on the bone. And for two weeks in a row now, whereas we have come out victorious, and to some degree, even though that TCU score was, was much closer, it, you know, you would never fear, fearful you're going to lose it. I think TCU, we probably left about – 17 points out there. Today left somewhere between probably about 21 points out there, man. Uh, last thing, the two-point conversion that they called back. Oh, my After goodness. reviewing it to review the review and steal. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. It counts in my heart is what I tweeted out because that was an incredible play. <laughs> I think it counted on the field. Like I didn't, I didn't see the zoomed-in replay, but it's like, man, what are y'all looking at? Yeah. I'm watching it right now. It's going to take 10 seconds for this to get to the end. I mean, it's because Shador's running around, shaking guys off, just making a play here. I mean, look at him keeping the play alive, and then he finds someone open. It's That's ridiculous. If this was a important moment in the game, that's a Heisman moment. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I would say, RK, that if the ruling had been affirmed, it would still be a Heisman highlight. It would have been on the, yeah, on the highlight reel for sure. All right, yeah. Ryan, tell us about FOCO. Foco, man. <laughs> he, he didn't wait till next week. You gave me an easy one. Uh, first of all, what you need to know about Foco is it is not a really, uh, a um, reference to Fort Collins, yes, Colorado, uh, which is the enemy this week. Uh-huh. Um, but it is a great place where you go. You can go and get Buffs gear. Yep. Um, they've got like. Uh, Buffs Hawaiian shirts would look great on you. I want one. Uh, they've got like sun hats, keep you, you know, shaded down there on the sideline. I need some shade. So uh, they've got pretty much anything you could think of. If you want to stamp a CU logo on it, they've got it. They've got socks, uh, they've got bobbleheads, they've got just about everything. And where do we go to learn more? And go to foco.com and use the code DNVR for 10% off. Well done. Even so you have just proven All right. how, how little we need you. <laughs> no, I'll do this then. Shout yeah, out let's to Breckenridge go. Brewery. Let's go, baby. Shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. We have a Broncos tailgate tomorrow. Uh, I'll be out there. Are you going to make it to the tailgate? I'm not. I'm on a flight tomorrow. Oh, man, that sucks. Very. It sucks a lot. Well, DMVR will be <laughs> out there um, tailgating before Broncos Raiders. Come have some Breck brews with us. Uh, the Broncos Country Pale Ale is in season, finally. We've got that on tap at the DMBR bar. Got tons of beers on tap at the DMBR bar. Use their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. And I want to say to the viewers out there, because you that's not what's on his laptop. He did not no, read that. It wasn't. He and, nailed it. And let me just say this. I don't have kids, 
But if I did, I imagine that's what it's like seeing your kid <laughs> t- ride a bike without training wheels for the first time. I agree. I, I have kids. They're all grown now. But I will tell you this. I can remember when my son, Deuce, finally drew a giraffe that had four legs. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. What, what was he going with before? It was range either three or eight. <laughs> And that's how I feel watching Jake grow right before your eyes. Took the training wheels off, <laughs> yes. man. Oh, that's a beautiful. But it's only because you challenged him, yep. Dad. Yep. You challenged him. It was a beautiful four-legged draft, Jake. <laughs> Superlatives. <laughs> <laughs> Superlatives. Player of the game. Who wants Shador to go first? Sanders. Yeah, you got to go Shador, man. Okay, non-Shador player of the game. Who you got? I'm going with the total defense. And mm-hmm, that's because mm-hmm. of uh, – no, You I'm, have to pick I, a player. I got to pick a player? Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Brown, then. Ooh. I'm going to go with Jeremiah Brown because here's a guy who did more with less. He has, you know, I know we're only two weeks in, but has not, at least at TCU, getting a lot of opportunities. But the opportunities he got today, he made the most of. And we may not, as far as I fans know who he is, but I guarantee you Nebraska fans know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go I'm going with JB, man. He had three tackles today. Uh, who do you got? Give me Jordan Dominic. Yep. Oh, two, yes. I forgot about 44. Yeah. Two and Big a half, game. Two and a half tackles for a loss in this game. Getting pressure on the quarterback. And the energy. Plays. It's like the same thing with JB's tackles. It's like, um, it's just three tackles, but it's when they happen. And same thing with JD. It's when they happen. Yep. And then his uh, uh, demonstrativeness, when he, that's, that's the word. I don't know. When yeah. he got wow. done with making the hit, firing the crowd up and his team up, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, 44 had a big game, man. All right. Um, I, I mean, you guys didn't pick him. I'll go Zay Weaver then. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking defense. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he. we already said, I already said, he's one of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in the country. He's exactly what Coach Bartoloni said about him, just NFL caliber. So, like, statistically, I know the college games today are not finished, but he's got to be top five. He'll in probably the be number one after um, this. Yeah, he's got to be. I can pull this up real quick. That's um, what she said. So, he'll have 288 yards after. This, no, wait. He had one, what do you have? One, 170. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he had 118 last week. So 288 yards after this, that'll be hard to beat. Although there's probably some guy who went for like 220 in week one. Right. Um, I guess most unexpected impact. What's up? So the current leader in receiving uh, had 241, but how many games has he played? Um, he's from Hawaii. I don't know if they've played yet or not. Is he even Look on it. here? It's the top one. Oh, I'm on. I'm you on just added a fifth leg to your giraffe, so you're doing good. <laughs> That's just the tail. <laughs> just. Um, he's. Oh, look so at that, this. 35, 30, 34, 36, 37 is Hunter Weaver Horn. But that's all this is just week today. one. Yeah, yep, they haven't yeah. added it yet. So yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. He should be at the top. The top He'll be team. way up there. Yeah. What's funny about uh, Zay is. Shador's ball placement is so good that we haven't <laughs> that we have not been able to see one of Zay's best parts of his game, um, uh, which is his catch radius. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he makes wild catches, and he, he has incredible body control. That's uh, a great point. I, I know I, I laugh because of the context, but it's a great point, man. Like these guys can go get it, but they don't have to. Because of his accuracy. Yeah. It's right there. Hawaii played week zero, by the way. So this is why this guy's Yeah, they'd be three games. Yep. Oh, sheesh. Yeah. Uh, who was the most unexpected impact player today? Juju. Mm. 
I gotta go uh, chick. Yeah, two great options. I'm gonna go different and go negative and go unit, even though y'all keep making me pick a person. If, had you told me yesterday we would give up eight sacks, I'd have said you're lying. Mm -hmm. So the impact of allowing Shador Sanders to get tackled eight times behind a line of scrimmage, the reason I'm saying it's impactful, on two of those drives we score, if not three. That's, I mean, you got 21 points potentially right there that you were robbed of. You know what's funny for me is if you told me before the game Shador's getting sacked eight times and Nebraska's running the ball for 222 yards, <laughs> I would say and ah, we still won by. That, I was, that's points. a dog fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not even close. No, it wasn't. No. It wasn't. After no sacks and no TFLs last week, six TFLs this week for there the Buffs. Go. Two sacks. Call it Shane Cox. There you go. Uh, Austin had one and a half. Uh, that first sack of the game, it was it. Looked to me like it was straight up Leonard Payne's sack. They ended up splitting it with him and Austin, though. Yeah. Payne, and you know, here's let me say this. And here's my I told you yes, so you moment. Y'all remember we were in Denver at the bar. When you're in Denver, go by DMVR bar. Y'all asked, give me a name that people don't know now, they're gonna know later. Mm -hmm. And I picked Leonard Payne. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the half a sack. Be a football nerd for a second. Go back and watch the game. Watch it on oh, mute yeah. so you're not listening to the commentators. And look at how many plays other people made because he was forcing it that way. Because they were running from his ass yeah. and they got tackled by somebody else. Like Leonard Payne had a game today, man. They got to play a little uh, House of Pain when he gets a tackle for I loss. Love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. People have been saying that Texas Alabama starts. That might in be better than your, drink, your dime time. So we got 15 minutes. Not as good as Beats by Dre, though. No, it's not. <laughs> 15 minutes. Let's talk about the polls. Do you just want to go home? <laughs> People are saying the Texas Alabama is starting. Oh, oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. How many super chats I'm do we have? I'm so hungry. Uh, <laughs> 10? I love the way he thinks okay. out loud. Like, Real quick. It's just like hold random on. No, shit, hold on. Man. Come on. Real quick. Uh, Colorado ranked 22 in the rankings. How far do they go up on Monday? Or tomorrow, I guess. We should go... Regardless of what happens, we should go to 18-17. If we can get some losses from people who are ranked 9 through 16, we should go 16 or 15. I'm going to call 15, and I almost feel like I'm being conservative. Mm. Um, I don't know why. It just feels like AP people love watching Nebraska football, uh, and so they were all tuned in. Yeah. And, I mean, the whole nation was tuned in. But then that part of me makes is why I'm picking my pick because the haters – they didn't say, oh, that wasn't nothing. They weren't ranked. They, like, they keep coming up with reasons oh, yeah. not to give this organization credit. Just moving that goalpost around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I still say 15, though. I'm I say, it's still low. I'm going to say 18. I don't think that they respect them still. Man, I mean, this is a team that people thought was going to go, like, 2-10. and 10. People were legit predict projecting that. Yeah. Um, and now they've just gone out there and played so great two weeks in a row. Yeah. And everyone's watching. I just think they kind of have to give them their flowers. Man, I told everybody that would listen. It, I mean, from when I met you guys and his team was gelling till we started doing these shows together, we are going to Oregon 3-0. I said that in mm -hmm. July, you know, and – I'm with you, Jake. I don't know why people don't recognize after having seen the proof in the pudding two weeks in a row, but I think they're going to find a way. I mean, you know, you got us ranked at 22. If you had any love in your heart, that would have been 21 just off of our head exactly, coach. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you're such a hater. Yep. <laughs> you know, you're going to stymie us at 22. I don't know what 
Ole Miss and Tulane, what that outcome was? Because the uh, Ole, Ole Miss was right checked. there by us. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, uh, A&M is getting blown out by Miami. Okay. Wow. So, some things like that happen. I'm telling you, man, we should be 15, RK, but I, I think that the haters – where's Oregon now, 13, 12? Uh, 13. Ole Miss law, uh, won, by the way, sorry. Okay. All right, so that kind of skews that because they were right there with us. Mm-hmm. you know. And a loss from them would have helped kind of go like, okay, these uh, top 25 guys should start bumping up some. North Carolina in a dogfight with Appalachian State mm-hmm. uh, in the third quarter tie game. Mm. Um, Tennessee's only up wow. seven on Austin P at halftime. At halftime, uh, Texas now, Alabama started. Okay. As you explore through that, I want to say to you guys here and to everyone watching at home and around the world, I believe no matter what they come with rank wise, the next two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Talent-wise, coaching-wise, organizational structure, you name it, this already nine months later is a top-ten program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Now, whether somebody else acknowledges that, stamps it, or proves it, be AP or otherwise, it's not going to change my belief. I've seen enough football to know top-ten when I see it. I mean, just look at the players. Yep. And Travis Uh, Hunter wasn't even – I know. Didn't even have a large impact on this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, he's always going to have an impact because of the gravity that he has. <laughs> I think people forget that Robin is a superhero, too. And so whether you're Batman or Robin on this particular day, you're still light years ahead of that guy punching the clock. That's yeah. going, oh, man, he was just Robin today. Robin is still a superhero, man. And they just he just deleted a side of the field. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gone. Uh, so that's like, that was his impact, but, you know, he didn't make oh, any. He didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. And his head coach used to do the same thing. Yeah. Totally. Oh, man, but, you know, such and so is leading the interceptions. That's because they don't throw on Deion Sanders. It's not because he's not getting them. Yep. And he still yeah. got, what, 55 When or you try him, yep. he gets them. But yeah. the bulk of the passes don't go that way because he eliminates half the field. Yeah. All right. You guys want to empty the clip and then we'll get to Super Chats. Anything else you want to talk about? Let's get to Super Chats. Well, let's go straight right. to Super Chats, man, since you're Nebraska in such a hurry. And he's I'm not, not in a hurry. Man. And I'm moist. You know, you start it together. Let's get out of here. Um, a lot of people, of course, are asking about Cormani, and then they also want to know who Chick is. Chick is Tavares Dawson. Yeah. Chick is the receiver that caught the touchdowns. Cormani's fine, again. Yeah, I, I still think, you know, once again, we're in that place in life. I love pizza. Oh, you know, why, do you hate, why do you hate chicken? I didn't say I hate chicken. I just said I love pizza. Uh, Kamani didn't dress today. Why we you have doing to remember that to me, man? I'm so hungry. He is <laughs> he is still a true freshman with with natural true freshman growing pains. I can remember, you know, Travis Hunter's true freshman year at Jackson State, and there were games he didn't dress or didn't play. Yes. Or was, like it's part of growing up, y'all. Nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be totally different if we were zero and two and you hadn't been seeing as much of him. True. You know, so and it's the same thing with Alton McCaskill. You know. Love would love for him to have been out there today and love to see him next week and whenever it happens. But the, but we're letting these guys get where they need to be for college ball and the full impact violent sport it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. No, 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 no. He'll play next week, in my opinion. Oh, I mean, because they're going to be. <laughs> I love the dream you had. 40. You said you had Kermani was going to have a pick six. I did. I had a dream yeah. that Kermani has would have a pick six. That is how wired my brain is about Colorado no, no, football but, but right no, now. No, 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 no. And I know we maybe got some super chats, but I want to go deeper into that because people have to understand this. You got to look at chronological order. This guy takes the woman of his dreams to the roof of the Champion Center, asks her to marry him. She says yes, 
and he goes home and dreams about Cormani having to fix <laughs> no, it. No, the Cormani dream was the night before. Cormani dream was the night before. Well, you didn't tell us about it the night before. You told us about it. No, or was it? No, I did. Okay, okay. I did. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to let you off the hook, but it just seemed like you went home from getting engaged and dreamed about a true freshman getting a big fix. You love Colorado I'm built like that, man. I really do. Uh, a lot of people are asking about Van Wells. Is he hurt? Is he okay? Do you know anything? He limped off. Yeah, I yeah, saw I saw him. Yeah, that's. That, I didn't see what happened leading up to it. Okay. Uh, what else, Alyssa? Okay, so our first one coming from Francois Simmons. Winning the last three matchups with three different coaches is honestly hilarious. This sets the rivalry rivalry all even at seven and seven in the. 21st century they mm. took it personal and it showed and congrats on the engagement rk thank you uh and yeah it's set, it's actually seven and six since 6236 now mm -hmm. uh so we've got that going for us crime cue to crime baby and they want to call up yes they want to call up you know all these old timey records games from the, the 60s and 70s that stuff don't count how about this century exactly i mean it's it's you know come on I'm not even going to deep dive on that. Turn the page, man. Yep. I'm so glad we beat the hell out of them. <sighs> yeah. I pulled out some receipts already, too. I oh, was pulling I out too. receipts in the fourth I, quarter. I was waiting for you guys just emptying the clip out outside the Champion Center. And I saw, like, the playmaker was out there. Yep. I'm just, like, dunking on Nebraska fans. It was a good time. <laughs> uh, I ran into Gavin Cooled's dad. Mm. He told me it was pronounced Cooled. Okay. Uh, he was nice, super nice guy. Ran into lots of uh, families. Charlie Offerdahl's family. People are so nice, man. I love Buff Nation. I yep. love Buff Nation, too, man. It's class people, class organizations. You know, you get love. Uh, people are, are buying in. Oh, what do you mean buying in? Because, you know, Coach Prime will tell you, we don't have 100% buy-in yet. There's, there's still some non-believers. You know, there's still some people who, like, with the, they, they give you the compliment, and then it's a yeah, but, or we'll see attached to it. Uh, and that's just, the, you know, the reality of human nature. But the, the truth is this is a great head coach, great coaching staff he's assembled. Uh, great talent that has been attracted to see you. And speaking of great talent is here, understand this. The impact that just week one and week two is having on recruitment here, you cannot measure it. Two games, big noon kickoff, already been announced that college game day is coming. College game day is probably going to show up to one of our road opponents as well. You And, and here's what goes on, along with that, even when you're on the road. They do packages on your players. Oh, yeah. You know, they come here and spend a couple of days and they interview staff and they put products out and leading up to it. You can't buy that kind of exposure. No there's, way. there's a kid, you know, watching the game and whether he sees a great play or a bad play, he's going, oh, I've made a difference. I can go there. I want to go there. I should go there. Everybody's talking about Colorado. I want to be there. You, man, it's, you just wait to see this signing class. It's, it's funny that we didn't lead – the show with college game day coming here. Like, that's where we're at. Like, there's so much good stuff going on right now. You got to get used to it. Yeah. 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 And, like, college game day is coming here for the first time since 1996. And it got brought up um, anecdotally in the last segment. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, the 10th press uh, question in the press conference was about college game day. It's crazy. Because everything else is going on, with all due respect, is so much bigger and, and, and it, like, in your face and unbelievable, like, using that word, you know, to the people who – that belief believer thing. I'm just trying to tell y'all, man, not y'all, because y'all, y'all, y'all are drinking the Kool-Aid with me. Like, man, come on, embrace it. Like mm -hmm. it is what it is. Like, like, stop nit. I'm not even gonna use LeBron, I'm gonna use Joker. Stop nitpicking and just enjoy greatness. Yeah. Like, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's cause it is generational. This ain't something that happened every two years. This is something that comes along every 20. Like this, 
what you're witnessing in Colorado football, this is now the epicenter of not college football. Sports. Football yep. and sports. The U.S. Open is taking place and more people are watching Colorado football, man. Yep. Um, on that, I mean, just with the belief in the fan base, especially the fans who have been here, this is the first time. I mean, you tell me. This is the first time in four or five years this team has truly dominated on this field yeah. and won a football game. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure you could pull up some, you know, low-tier FCS school that they blew out right. um, a couple years. But this is, yeah, like I think they got like Idaho State in 2017 and like killed them. Um, but to destroy your rival like that um, is really powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people came around on the belief last week. But you beat Nebraska like that. Then you're also getting like, like every, like you know, regional media and all this stuff. Like now, everyone's gonna believe. Yep. Yeah. Um, going back to belief too, Coach Prime in the press conference said we're up to eighty percent belief in the locker room. I uh, I agree with him, man. As a matter of fact, if I were to disagree, it may be seventy five percent, and I would say in the building it may still be around seventy percent. Like we we have some growing to do as far as people understanding accepting and embracing what he's trying to create here. And it's one of those things that, like, going forward, when you get to the Oregons and to the USC's, is they have had a restructuring as far as, you know, what you think of yourselves and how you view yourselves and how you operate organizationally. Coach Prime has been able to do it. Like, Rick George is there. Coach Prime is there. His staff is there and players they've brought in. But – what about the vendor? Mm -hmm. What about the parking attendant? All these things that touch the program that nobody thinks about, when you have really built a championship program, everybody's bought in to championship mentality. It's going to get there. It's just been nine months, man. Yeah. It's just been nine months. Yep. Like, where are we going to be in 18 months? <laughs> like, just watch what happens. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Coach and, Prime. And just on, on that, like, even the people who do believe are sliding up the scale mm -hmm. because – uh, you know, two weeks ago, fans were like, I think we can win six games. Um, you know, that would be huge. After last week, people were like, man, maybe we can win a couple more. Yeah. Now people are thinking about winning the conference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and absolutely looking forward to a bowl invite somewhere. Because, like, you, oh, it's you, happen. Yeah, you see, like, man, we can get a six and seven win season this first season. When everybody's like, oh, man, 111, they, they might win two this year. We've already done it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've already done it. Four and zero would be so sweet because the Vegas line was three and a half mm. on the season. Oh, the the receipts I have on that one. Let me tell you. Okay. Uh, just Coach Prime on recruiting. What he said in the Wait. press conference. Do we need to get these super chats? It's up to you guys. You want to do? Well, we got. Yeah, we got to hit these super chats. Let me. Can I just do this one real quick? It's yeah, on yeah. recruiting. He was asked what he thought. You know what this? What today said to recruits? He says. It says I ain't hard to find, first off. And then he goes, you don't have to sell Boulder. Boulder sells itself. We don't sell anything. It would be tough for me to turn this down if I were a recruit or a parent. Facts. Big facts. Um, go ahead, Alyssa. Okay, let's fire through these. The boy's dad says going to be a DNVR tailgate for CUCSU. Of course. Oh, yeah. See you there. Yep. Cool. Lamar says, yo, Unc, last Thursday, Jake and RK discussed who else should get L's and D's on their jerseys. <laughs> The couldn't agree. They couldn't agree on the L's, but both glowingly agreed that they'd give Dylan all sorts of D. Wow. So I'm going to say pause. <laughs> that first, was a setup. God, first, that was I'm say, for me first, first, I'm going to say pause because Dylan is not going to accept all sorts of D's from you, from you guys. 
I would say today, though, I don't see a change from this game. I'm, I'm, I'm staring off in the space. I'm visualizing the game. I don't think you get a new L or a new D from this game. Like, for instance, J.D., uh, Jordan Dominic, 44, outstanding game. I think you got to have two or three of those before Coach Prime says L or D. Yep. Uh, we're just two weeks in, so I think it's going to still be Travis, Shadur, Cokes, and Feely. And I think, once again, those four proved it, that they are who they are. Mm-hmm. They're L's and D's. <laughs> just... Can I? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt the show now. No, no, no. You're good. What did you think of Ralphie? Your first Ralphie run. So, I really didn't watch Ralphie. I watched everybody's reaction to Ralphie, mm. and that is unbelievable. Yeah, you know. So I would like I looked at the run when it started, and then I wanted to see the crowd reaction to the run, you know, because that was more like, damn, these folks are going crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and let me say this: yeah, I'm new here. You know, this is our resident historian. I didn't know Ralphie ran again after halftime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm coming out, like, you know, ready to go into the end zone and, you know, film the player stretching, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, like. She's going to go again. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm pretty sure the football was so bad the last couple of years, they considered running Ralphie after every drive just to give people <laughs> something to stay for. <laughs> no, it was outstanding, though, Jake, to finally, to finally I love see it. it. I love it. All right, go ahead, Alyssa. Uh, okay, we've got a super chat from Ray Ritter. No no text, though, on that one. Thank you. Uh, Raina says, it was great meeting you two. I will bask Legend. my 11-hour flight back. From Japan. All wow. the way from Japan. Yep. Let me tell you this. That 11-hour flight back to Japan going to go way oh, faster yeah. than that seven-hour drive back to Nebraska. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, no. <laughs> Always getting a D again. I love it. <laughs> you like you speaking the Dilligan D's. You've really been giving Nebraska D. <laughs> um, okay, Mr. Hillsman says, shout out Big Dog Chico for protecting hell you. Yeah. Uh, Big Dog Chico is here. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. in the press conference. He was mm-hmm. live streaming, walking around Folsom after the game. Sorry. Nice. Go ahead, Alyssa. Uh, Adrian says, congratulations, bro. We, the DNVR family, getting an invite. Uh, Scobuffs and y'all see Kelly Kim in the building. All the stars was out. Yeah. All the 100,000 of you who are watching this are invited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kirby says, give it to my man, RK. Dime time is cold. It is cold. It's just not going to catch on. Now you're challenging me. Yeah. I don't now like you that. read it right. <laughs> like, I'm trying to poke the bear, man. Make it catch on. <clears throat> Prove Neely wrong. Dime time is nasty. I don't know if I like the way you said that. Like, it was almost like giving Dylan the D. Like, I'm going to put a pause on on. You got to pause on it. I do have to chill, but <laughs> I'm, I'm responding. Fair. All right, let's go. Let's up. Okay, so Tia says, Mama Tia just sent $50 in a super chat, but oh. she's not Woo-hoo. seeing wow. it. But we got her comment. So. Oh, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much, yeah. Um, last one from Susie Hunter. She says, where does Ralphie live? <laughs> undisclosed. Like undisclosed, right? Yeah, undisclosed. Like Hi, Susie. Um, Ralphie must be protected at all costs. A national so, treasure, man. Yep, so she is, uh, she's like under Fort Knox level Are y'all seeing the calisthenics that are taking place over here? Is it, am I the only one witnessing yoga time in the corner? Yep. <laughs> okay, that's uh, it for Pull the shorts down that's some, it? man. That's it. You got anything else good from the press conference that you want to hit before we go? You got, I'll give you two. Um, Shador just talked about, you know, it being personal in this rivalry. And I, that's what uh, Xavier Weaver and uh, Taj Austin kind of – because I asked Taj about, 
you know, coming off zero sacks last week and, you know, him having that game he had if it was about that. And that message that Coach Prime, I mean, he's a world-class motivator already, but that mm -hmm. message that he set uh, starting on, I mean, it might have been Sunday, but on Monday, it's personal. It really resonated with the team. Love that. Uh, also, Coach Prime said <clears throat> his uh, primetime shuffle in the end zone was horrible. He did say that, yep. <laughs> but Shador said it was better than my dad's. Oh, that'll be a fun uh, a video that we'll probably see from some channel eventually. Them yeah, talking side, about kind that. of side by side. Yeah. Who, who did? You oh. know, you, how can you be better than the person who created it, man? You can't. I don't think so. Uh, Coach Prime had like a little moment in the press conference. Someone asked him about you know the social impact of him. And uh, he just really talked about, you know, what this movement, what this team has been able to do in terms of bringing people together, um, you know, just in terms of the, you know, diversity in Boulder and Colorado now around this team in the press conference room. You know, there's tons of black reporters and stuff, and it's just... He did point it out. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, I mean, he's ex he's exactly right. Like, the, the diversity he's created has been pretty astonishing. Right before the guy told me to tell RK for both of us to not stop giving you the business, a white guy stopped me and said exactly what Coach Prime said. Yep. Love it. Yeah, he said, man, I love what I'm seeing here, man. Love it. Boulder is an incredible place, and it has been for a long time. Um, but the one thing it has always lacked is diversity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and Coach Prime has made a legitimate impact in yes. that regard, which is yeah. remarkable. Oh, man, he has, a, he has a gravitational pull greater than the moon. Like, it, it's – Things follow him. Like, he's that that truck that goes by. And you're like, look at all this stuff flying behind the truck. You know, it's just because he, he's going to pull anything, any and everything with him. And, like, he always points out, there's a big light on me. The light's going to shine wherever I'm around. But it's going to show your beauty and also your blemishes. So, like, straighten up. Let's go. That's all I got, man. What a day. What a day. Got a victory. Uh, so, now we have had an away Pre-game and post-game show at home. Yep. Pre Here's what we should do. We should do it again for Colorado State. We should. Let's I do like it. that idea. Yeah, we should do it again for Colorado State. That's this week. That yeah. Can't wait, man. Shout out to chat. Shout out to everyone who's watching. Um, Buff Nation, the love has been tremendous all offseason to finally be able to celebrate and share this moment with you guys today and you guys today as well. Um, just an amazing day, man. Also, Nebraska, hold this L. Yep. Scope And when you hold that L, you're looking at 3Ds. Scope up. Scope